Greetings and welcome everybody again to another episode of Make Disciple Makers, where we seek to teach and obey all Jesus commanded. My name is Alec Jordan Brunson. That's what I was going to do. I was going to let them know that I'm Ryan David Parker nice. the 14th. Nah. Yeah, it's you, been there forever. You lie. Since boy. Europe, bro. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> My name is Laura mm. Brooke wow. McManus. You just blew 100 people's minds. That's Hit right. them with that passport name. At yeah. least. 100 people. More than our whole listenership. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Got uh, moms. Uh, yeah. And Shout that's out. it. Yeah. Um, no, welcome back. Uh, last week, we talked about technology. Yep. And Brooke went ahead and decided our next episode was going to be on social media. So that's mm. what we're going to do today. We're going to take up the topic of social media, and um, a lot of what we said last week would then sort of apply as yeah. far as some of our usage, but we want to talk specifically about social media, uh, talk about the goods, yep. the bads, Yikes. and then maybe some principles, some scripture that can then help us guide uh, our usage of social media. So what are some of the positives of social media? Use correctly. Mm-hmm. Connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To others. Totally. Uh, Which I think is the original intention of yes. a lot of the original, like, you know, was to connect with mm-hmm. people. Right. Yeah. Laughter. Mm. I laugh a lot at some <laughs> funny accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, encouragement. Mm-hmm. And it, you can use it to feed your spiritual life. Yeah. I yeah. follow Desiring God on Instagram. Great content. Mm-hmm. No surprise. But still, I... Definitely encouragement in that sort of thing. Yeah. When it when it's at its best for yeah. me, like my Twitter feed is devotional. Right. Like yeah. it's all pastors and ministries, people that I love and that love the Lord, and they're just like it's like feeding my soul. Mm-hmm. At its worst, well, I won't go there yet. What are some what, what, are, what are other what are other good things? Yeah, uh, I was gonna echo that, like you know, and it's it's all about who you follow. So I'm thinking specifically more of Instagram. Um, and so when I'm scrolling, when I see Desiring God post, you know, a scripture or um, some piperism that's just like, you yeah. know, and I'm and it's just it's really cool. Like the Lord will use that as encouragement in my life, or I'll I'll see that and and know it, and then maybe something will happen to where I can encourage somebody else with that. Hey, I saw this today. Or if it's a sermon clip, you know, now that they have the Instagram TV or whatever, yeah. you know, I can watch a little clip and it's like, keep watching, boom, I'm watching a full sermon. Mm-hmm. So things like that, that you can specifically and intentionally set up on your social media to, to draw you cl- closer to the Lord. Yeah. Totally. What about um, in your own, like, personal uses of social media? Uh-huh. Uh, and then other, like, other people that are friends with you or that follow you, have you ever got any, like, good feedback or are there positive things that have come from your usage of social media and what you've posted? Yeah, I definitely think that it can be some open doors. I like to, personally, I like to write and blog and I'll link it. And I've connected with a lot of people just over that and them reading it. Or I got some of the people that I'm counseling now from putting out a post on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know. So I've definitely seen a lot of, you know, that kind of stuff over the years or getting to, you know, talk about just what I do with my life and that kind of thing. Um, for sure. And I think and then mutually encouraged by mm-hmm. those that I follow. So yep. Yeah. That's I don't know. I was just thinking like 
on Facebook, I have a lot of like my family, you know, that I don't get to see very often. Mm -hmm. And so when I post pictures of the baby and mm -hmm. our family, like it's a huge blessing for them. Right. Yeah. I, like praise the Lord. Like yeah. what? that's amazing. And that's a gift that we wouldn't have had, you know, mm -hmm. up until very recently. Right. Uh, to be able to share like photos and videos of stuff that's happening in our lives uh, with people all literally all over the world. Yeah. Totally. Um, so there's a level of connectivity there that mm -hmm. is a that is a good thing. Um, so yeah, any, any any other good stuff that we can think of? I mean, just like I said in in the like I said last week. Yeah. When posting certain things, it's not ooh look how holy I am. It's um, hey here's how I do my quiet times. You know when we talk about soap, and I've had people. Um, my age that I haven't talked to in 10 years be uh -huh. like, dude, thank you so much for posting this. Like I've been looking for a way or this is awesome. Or, you know, I'm connected with people um, like someone in England that's like, Hey, can I use that for my students over mm. here? And, and it's just, yes, yeah. but you know, and yeah. so just opens up that conversation yeah, with that. Yeah. So we can share, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it is great. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, used correctly. So you're old bro. About to have a 10 year reunion or what? That was last year. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about uh, even, you know, I run the at CFBC underscore student account. Mm -hmm. Get them. Give us a follow. And that has provided a lot of uh, feedback and even uh, asking questions of like, how can we pray for you this week? Yeah. Or what worship songs have you been listening to recently? Or, you know, just different things like that, that we don't have a lot of other avenues similar to that in such an instant way mm -hmm. that has been super cool to get feedback from our followers. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Now, the flip side, the mm -hmm. underbelly, the dark side. Mm. What are the potential pitfalls and negative things about social media? Comparison, jealousy, financial ruin. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Despair. Uh, Utter despair. Okay, but really, comparison is a big one. Uh, financially, I was actually thinking about, like, Instagram has, like, shopping features now, and I actually know a lot of women that fall into that. I, I don't really like online shopping, so that's just my personal thing, but I know that it's a thing for some people. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Dig into what the comparison thing a little bit more. Yeah, yeah just uh, either following, you know, people that they know or people that they don't know, like celebrities or bloggers and that kind of thing. Lifestyle and bloggers. Influencers. Influencers, yeah. Life coaches. That's the mm. word, yeah. And just the thought train of I wish I looked like her, I wish I had her life, I wish I had her husband, I wish that... You know, our relationship was like that. Mm. I wish my dog was that cute. I mean, you could go down a whole list of things, but it's a lot of I wish, which you know. Which is all coveting, right. which is sin. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, and then, on, yeah, on, on the flip side, yeah, I think just thinking about yourself and thinking less of yourself and finding your identity and maybe your profile or your likes or your outfits or, you know, all these different things that, can lead down a whole little rabbit trail of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as we say negative, it's not that we want to sit here and bash, but this is, of course, supposed to be um, something that is a warning, which we see a ton of in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so this is, 
hey, th- these are some negative things. We want to be able to help you guys and hold ourselves accountable to these right. same things. And and one of those things, comparison, that's that's huge. You know, um, you know, people have said this that social media is like someone's highlight reel. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. that they're not seeing the you know, the rest of the 99.9% of their life. And so when you're home, you know, late at night scrolling sad over something, and then you see someone's highlight reel, well, of course, there's this huge chasm between reality and what you think is going on. Um, Because nobody wants to post all of these, like, these, like, horrible things. Well, maybe they do. Um, all the time, you know, they want to post the best things, but that's what you're looking at. And so our brains think, oh, that's what their life is like. Why isn't my life like that? Right. You know, why didn't God make me like that? You know, Mm -hmm. there could be some thoughts that start to kind of creep in. And, um, as Theodore Roosevelt once said, comparison is the thief of all joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that who said that? Theodore. Wow. Wow. Oh, Teddy. Didn't know. Yeah. Uh, all of that is... That's all spot on. Loneliness. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say that, like, last week we didn't really get into any of those statistics, and I don't really want to this time, but you do see, it's very clear, multiple studies show a sharp uptick in anxiety, depression, loneliness since the beginning of social media. Um, and so in this generation that is what's called digital natives. They've never not known um, social media and technology as a way of life. They do report back as being lonely, depressed, anxious, blah, blah, blah. All really, I think, largely to the comparison deal and these unrealistic expectations and of of what my life could or should look like and then jealousy, envy, um, and all of that is sin, and mm-hmm. James talks about sin leading to death. Like this mm. is like this is serious stuff that could you know can really be negative. Uh, but but then on the flip side, we talked about all the ways that it could be positive as well. Yeah. Um, so all all of those things are true. I think that then what that's getting at is one thing that we didn't say last week. We sort of saved it for this week. Um, in regard to social media. I think it's very clear that your online presence, your relationships, the things that you do online, they are real. Um, Those are real things. Those are real people. Um, You're saying real things, yet um, those, all of those things can never replace in real life relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that we need one another Hebrews 10, 24, 25, don't neglect meeting together mm-hmm. as is the habit of some. Uh, you know, there, there are all these things that we, we just need um, real physical human beings in our lives to have a relationship with. Yeah. And when we have those things um, is when we can practice the one another's of Scripture, when we can really kind of be involved in each other's lives on a deeper level and really know the the neg- like the the real stuff that's going on right. that we're not probably going to let people into in our online presence though it is real mm-hmm. um, it's no substitute for in real life relationships looking somebody in the eye and and really um, having you know real talk and and really living life with with one another so mm-hmm. I think that I think that that is sort of how we combat. Um, some of those negative things mm-hmm. that we see about social media is to then 
use it in the best way possible, but also balance it out and make sure that we have real people in our lives that we're in real relationship and community with in person. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think another big thing, and we've talked about it, we've touched on it a little bit, is is going to be identity. And I think that a part of where that comes from is is like the, the number of likes. And um, I just got done reading Tim Elmore's book on Generation Z, a bunch of good stuff in there. And he says that there is a direct a direct correlation between number of hours spent on social media per day and with depression, mm. with the study that, that they've done. And I, I can't remember exactly, but it's in the book. And what he says is there is a huge anxiety just coming up with the words and emojis that's mm. going to be underneath the picture, let alone what type of perfect filter, yeah. using a different the app photo. to get a perfect... Yeah photo to put into this app which then you can then put a filter on getting the perfect this maybe still have hashtags or whatever so that other people can find it and then the anxiety of clicking right before post and then waiting yeah and you talked about this last time how certain social media giants gurus will Mm -hmm. actually even if like 50 people like it at once they'll actually space it out so you're coming back to your phone you're coming back to your phone and, Mm -hmm. and you're drawn back and how is that about identity? Well, is it going to crush you if you don't get the amount of likes you think you deserve or that you worked for? Is that going to mm. crush you? Or are you going to feel less than? You I'm taking that like, photo down because I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I'm yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. Hopefully nobody saw that. Like, right. I, I'm not worthy. Nobody likes all of these thoughts come in. Or what's the flip side of that? You get a ton of likes. You're like, wow, this really blew up. So even if you succeed, it's pride and you're filled up. And now mm-hmm. last time you talked about like addiction, right? Those, those yeah. dopamine hits that come when mm-hmm. you get the like, and now you're addicted to that. So when you're down, what are you going to do? You're going to spend all that time getting the perfect, you see? And yeah. it's just this cycle, cycle that yeah. we can be, not that it's bad about posting or anything, but it comes down to why am I posting this? Yeah. Am I going to be okay if I don't post this or do I need this right now? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's. And I think we're going to get into that, the the why behind everything. But um, that's just something that is good to think about before we post. Yeah. So one of our assumptions, I think, entering this conversation is we're talking about how should we as followers of Jesus approach social media? How, how, how can and should God in his word inform how we utilize our social media? Um, and one of the things Ryan alluded to it already is the heart and the intention behind what we post. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are kind of two seemingly conflicting messages that we see from Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. In uh, Matthew 5, Jesus says to um, let your light shine before men so that they may glorify your Father who's in heaven. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you see this um, almost like, you know, he talks about being a city on a hill that can't be hidden. It's almost like, uh, you know, when when John and uh, Peter say, we cannot but help mm. right. speak in of what we've heard. Like there's totally. there's this kind of like genuine joy and light right. that's going to come out and radiate from you when you've truly been changed by Jesus. Right. And that's what he's talking about when you let your light shine. There, there's pure motives there. There's a there's a pure heart, and ultimately we know 
the Sermon on the Mount specifically, but really the whole Gospels that portray Jesus, he's always after our hearts. Mm -hmm. Now, he addresses then kind of the underside of that in Matthew 7, 1. 6, 1. 6, 1. 6, 1. And he says, um, he's talking to the, uh, I think it's the Pharisees in particular. He says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. Mm. For then you will have no reward from your Father who's in heaven. So we have the intentions of the heart there where he's Mm -hmm. saying, be careful if you're doing something only to be seen by other people. Mm. Uh, Because if that is your intention, if that's the heart, if if that's where your heart is in doing something, uh, which would be we might then draw the principle to posting on social media. If the only reason you're posting something is in order to be seen by them, congratulations, whatever the amount of likes you got is your reward. That's it. There, that's all right. you get. It's it's here, it's momentary, it's a flash, and you get right back into the cycle mm-hmm. of despair that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the, we want, out of a pure heart, to be posting um, uplifting, encouraging truthful, genuine things out of the overflow of a changed heart that we have in Christ uh, that then other people are going to see and give glory to God for. That's our desire. So Mm -hmm. it's all about sort of the condition of our hearts whenever we do anything, and then in particular whenever we post on social media as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's good stuff. So that's important. Uh, in, In addition to that, one, one thing that I thought of is just the consistency of our lives as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things uh, we hear uh, and I think see is somebody posting something, uh, you know, they got the Bible verse in their bio, but then their real life doesn't actually, uh, isn't consistent with what they say they believe. Mm. Um, and so there, it's so important to have consistency as well. Um, because if you claim Christ, but don't actually live it out, you're taking the Lord's name in vain. You're not bearing the name of Jesus like you Mm -hmm. should. And so we have to be careful with that as well. Not only the intention of our heart, but is what we're saying really how we're living our lives as well in real life, um, before other people. So that's, that's important as well. So what are, uh, let's, let's talk about maybe a couple of principles, and uh, maybe another scripture or two that can inform our how we utilize social media, how we should think about it, and what you know how we should go about it. Just to just to quickly add on to what you were just talking about, which mm-hmm. is really good, is um, let me just read from from Galatians here. Paul writes, "For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God?" Mm. Or am I trying to please man? If, I were, if I'm still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Okay, so how can we apply that? Well, it goes back to why am I posting this? Because here's, here's, here's a real-world example. So um, I posted a picture about having a discipleship group, a D group with some of my guys. And the thought did cross my mind, kind of this like inner critic, so to speak, inside it's like, Hey, why are you posting that? Is it because you want people to see that that you're doing Jesus things, you know? And I asked myself, would I be okay if I didn't post this? Mm. And genuinely, the answer was, of course, you know. And 
and it's I didn't have any motives before when I was thinking about posting it, it was just like man I want people to see like got you know brothers getting together getting real with each other you know talking about the messy stuff being there for each other discipleship accountability blah 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 I want to encourage people with that but I still ask myself would I be okay if I didn't and who am I who am I trying to please mm-hmm. right is mm-hmm. this is this am I hoping to get like a pat on the back or like oh look Ryan's doing his job or you know what whatever it is um, I had to ask myself those those tough questions, and from there, um, I do believe that my heart was correct, and I still do. Mm-hmm. And posting that was to encourage. And so, while we want to always, like you said, you know, look at the heart and the intentions behind why, we don't want to let maybe the other side of that stop us from letting the light shine and giving God the glory. Just because someone way over there might think something different, mm-hmm. you know that. So. It's important to do that, but to thinking, is this because I want to please man, mm-hmm. or is this because I want to give glory to God? Yeah. That's always important. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the verse that came to mind for me was Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And so thinking about that, you know, in the way that you're interacting with social media and even maybe like getting very practical here, but the people that you follow, you know, and when their picture comes up, it is it giving you an opportunity to sin? Because their post isn't causing you to sin. Mm. We're still responsible for the way that our heart responds. Mm-hmm. But if... There's a pattern of you comparing yourself or getting jealous or w- lusting or whatever it is every time this person's picture comes up or they post. It's probably a good idea to unfollow them. Like, mm-hmm. why continue following into the same pattern um, if you're giving just more opportunities to fall into sin? It's like the verse I read last yes. week, Romans 14, 13. Let, give no provision for the flesh. Don't give mm-hmm. any, like, no opportunity for sin. And that right. could very practically mean unfollowing people on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not in this big dramatic, you mm-hmm. know, way of I need to block them, you know, right. whatever. But let's just think about, like, how can I become a better follower of Christ on social media? And that mm-hmm. might be one very practical way for you to do that. Yeah. Um, as you're thinking about what, how you should interact with social media and what it should look like for you. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I, two of us, Ryan and myself, have done like social media fasts mm-hmm. before, or have gone like a month without social media. I thought about it. Well, Our Alex, yeah. Alex, oh, yeah. Alex doesn't have Instagram, <laughs> but he does have Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like taking some time to remove yourself um, from that and not have it as a distraction, and just kind of, I don't know, when I did it, I found that I wasn't reaching for my phone as much. Mm-hmm. I wasn't reaching for it when I was bored, you mm-hmm. know, like I just found better ways to use my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I came back with a better perspective on right. it and I implemented boundaries for mm-hmm. it when I came back. And so like, if you have an iPhone, there's something called screen time. So you get like a screen report every week, which I recommend that you actually look at that don't just dismiss the notification, but look at it and see how you're actually spending your time mm-hmm. every week on your phone. 
But you can also set screen limits. So whether that's for social media or whatever, games, um, you can say, okay, one hour a day for this whole group of social media apps, and that's it. And then after um, you reach your limit, then those apps will shut down and uh, you won't get notifications anymore. And so you're like, okay, that's my limit. Or whatever you want your limit to be, Mm -hmm. do that. Um, There's something else called downtime that you can set in this so I think mine's from like 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. or something like that. And so essentially it shuts down all of your apps and all of your notifications, except for I, I think it's like if your favorites, someone on your favorites list calls, you know, because it might be an emergency or whatever. But that's super helpful. And just having that set time where you're not getting notifications and you're not distracted by that kind of thing. Yeah. Hopefully you're sleeping in <laughs> yeah. between there. But uh yeah, those are just two practical. Get an alarm clock. That's a very buy a five dollar alarm clock so that the first thing that you see in the morning is not your notifications from social media or messages or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, those are just a all few those things. things are very helpful things. Like yeah. that's all great practices to put in to practice because I think one of the things for me that that goes right along with that is I I can just straight up waste a lot of time Mm -hmm. scrolling through Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's just a waste of time. Oh yeah. And, and the the scripture has, has a lot to say to that, but in particular Ephesians 5, 15 and 16, um, Paul says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. So, am I making the best use of time? Like, do I really need to ask myself that that question? Um, Because every moment of every day, like we've talked about, is to be lived for the glory of God. Everything Mm -hmm. we do uh, is to be for for God's glory and all of our, we're going to be held accountable for every moment of of our lives. So am I making the best use of my time? Mm -hmm. And um, and oftentimes, yeah, I don't. And I've thought, man, I spent way too much time um, you know, scrolling through whatever instead of doing something else that could right. have been more more beneficial. Not again, we're not saying that social media is bad. We talked right. about you know we spent the whole first half talking about the good and the positive things. Yeah. Uh, but there is there is temptation to yeah. waste time to not make the most of it, and for it to not be um, really something that's glorifying God, but something that's holding us back from from knowing Him and loving Him more. Mm. Totally. So. Um, Yes, those are all those are all really good things. Any final closing comments that you guys want to make? Yeah, I, I think that um, I feel like I, I say this a lot. If I don't, then I think it a lot, and I think that's a good thing. But I always come back to I love the passage of the rich young ruler to where Jesus says, you lack one thing, sell all your possessions to the poor. And that wasn't Jesus saying, hey, we need to just like give everything away. Um, but that was the one thing that had that man's heart. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Jesus was after our hearts. And so I always, whether if it's technology or whatever, even good things in life, it's asking yourself, if Jesus asked you to give this up for good or for a little bit of time, would you? Mm -hmm. And I think your response to that answer lets you know where that thing is in your heart. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I'm definitely guilty of wasting time just mindlessly scrolling. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that, and I think you did it too, was 
a deleted Snapchat. And at first, there's great things about it. Like, I can communicate. But I noticed that if I scrolled right or swiped right, there was all this just horrible stuff that was terrible for me. So it's mm-hmm. like, why have that temptation? And then also, um, okay, so I thought to myself, why do I have this? Well, to communicate with other people. Okay, you're on your phone that has a phone and texting also has Instagram and fa- you know, like mm-hmm. all these other things. So it's like, why do I need a 97th way to do that? They know how to get a hold of me. And the last thing I want to say to that is, is just a reminder is, um, though you think those things stay up for 10 seconds, they don't, mm-hmm. they're all stored somewhere and they can, they can pull that up at any time. And so please, please, please just be wise, mm-hmm. um, in everything you do. And if we're, if we're looking to glorify God, then all that we do, then, um, and then we're setting our hearts and our minds to be set on him. And I think we'd be, we'll be good in that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I just don't think we're going to look back on our life and say, I wish I had spent more time on social media. So set up boundaries and use it for the glory of God and mm-hmm. be a good steward every time. Boom. Mm. I love it. Thanks for joining us again for this episode of Make Disciple Makers. We will see you soon. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye.